we are continuing to read the book Move Your Bus by Ron Clark. This time we will focus on writers. One of the biggest challenges any organization can face is dealing with what I call the writers. They are dead weight because they have picked up their feet and are sitting there cross-legged on your bus. They say the bus stinks and they don't like their seats. Regardless of what is happening, they choose to do nothing. So if there's a flat tire, they're going to watch others change it. If we need to get gas, they will watch others pump it. They contribute next to nothing to the organization and are literally just writing. What's worse than that is that they feel 100% entitled to that seat. Writers do not care about the overall success of the organization. In fact, they don't even care about their own personal success. They aren't trying to win awards or get recognition. They just exist. They can be a black hole of negative energy in an organization, a spot void of any positive growth or hope. They can often make the runners and joggers extremely frustrated. And they sometimes receive the most attention from leaders who are desperately trying to motivate them and fix the situation. So why don't bosses just fire all the writers? It may be because the writers are very adept at hiding in plain sight, particularly in the corporate world, where it may be hard to keep tabs on legions of mid-level workers. It may also be due to a lack of performance metrics for certain types of jobs. If every department, even the mailroom, had such metrics, you could possibly get rid of the writers. Another reason might be that some people don't seem relevant, like the mailroom clerk. But every person, at every level, has a contribution to make. So smart companies measure everything and everyone. Think about a writer who works in the position of a switchboard operator at a very large corporation. He answers the phone, but he does it in an unhelpful manner that does nothing to enhance the company's image or uplift the customers who are calling. Is it worth your time to build a case to fire someone like that? And are you even aware of the true impact this writer has on your organization or able to measure the average time he keeps callers on hold? Essentially, writers do not want to lose their jobs or their paychecks, so their main goal is to do just enough that they can't be terminated. In some cases, writers will document how others are treated so they will have evidence to support their case in the event that they are fired. For example, if a writer is reprimanded for wearing unprofessional attire, he will want to use that as a case of workplace unfairness if he notices others who wear similar attire without consequences. The writers are the one who are most apt to file a lawsuit and being fired unfairly might actually make them happy because they could potentially sue for a big payday. So what can be done to help writers pick up their feet? In the rest of the book, he not only talks about how maybe they can't pick up their feet, but why it may not even be worth your effort.